Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Hello and welcome back to Patreon with Cheese. I am joined as always by a person I kind of know, Elizabeth Eston. Hello. We kind of know each other. Just kind of, just a little. Only bit. a little. How are you doing, Liz? I'm good. Good. A little concerned that Jeremy Jordan might go all evil on me. But... Yeah, yeah. We always have those concerns. I feel like we didn't go into that enough during our Queen for a Day episode of how to the dark side he went. I... <laughs> I feel like we talked about other stuff during that episode, which we do in all these. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what people expect from these, but I yeah. the, we're going to go off topic. people. <laughs> I don't think we're going to as much in this last haul because we're, we're getting to the long haul at the end of this first season. There's a lot happening here. Yeah, there is. Um, but where we last left off, like some big stuff happened. Rapunzel was in control and all that. And then it goes up in her face. She was queen for a day. And now she can't paint. <laughs> It feels <laughs> it feels like it's going back to OG territory for a second and then it throws you off. I really yeah. appreciate it. It's like we're going back to like the Monty days back when it's like, oh, there's someone in the kingdom that might not like me. Oh, no. And then it's like you're getting possessed by a witch because you're overwhelmed with guilt. Like, the episode starts out because I was like, you have painter's block. I'm like, oh, she's going to learn a lesson about how creativity is from inside or whatever. Like, cool. And then nope. I think we're done with like our effective life lessons portion of this. This, this is just about show. don't get possessed by an evil witch lady. Like it will ruin your day. It feels like the first half of this show was written by like the PBS kids marketing. And then the second half is written by the adventure time people. And then it's like, how are we going to make this merge? And then they just don't. Actually, I messaged my friend while watching this. I'm like, this is giving me major fan fiction vibes. And I love it. <laughs> Yes, I. no one has sent us in fanfic yet. We're almost at the end of season one. Um, yeah. Maybe by the time this hits like the proper like musicals with cheese feed, then we'll get uh, inundated with them. But Yeah, 
I'll get in date. Maybe I'll do some research. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so we we got everyone the kingdom painting um because this old witch lady played by ellen green whose voice i noticed right away like literally i could just tell it was her i didn't need any reminding or anything like that she has one of the most recognizable voices on the planet she sang yeah that is a little bit of a like man why why do you hire like you got jane krakowski you've got ellen green these laura benanti none of them sing. hasn't sung a song yet laura benanti she's been in from three what, episodes from what i gather that last episode we saw laura benanti in last time she shows up oh no i Jess know so i am so bummed out like come on she was Please, like in right, the Jess, laura benanti entangled <laughs> yeah 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 um Paul F. Tompkins, though, sticking through the long haul. F. Tompkins is just here. He's just like, hello. I'll say one line per episode. And it'll be the best line in the whole thing. Yeah. It'll sound like this. <laughs> so, yeah, then she starts possessing everyone, including Strongbow. And they're uh, all painting this. Friedborg. Friedborg, everyone's favorite character. Everyone's favorite character I always forget exists. Maybe not the most politically correct character in the world, but definitely there. Enough. No. Also, that shoe that shoe guy who has terrible things happen to him is he's a cobbler. I forgot yeah. his name. Yeah, but, yeah, I ugh. get it. Oh, but speaking of shoes, you know how Eugene can tell that Rapunzel's not right. She She's got shoes on. Shoes. Twin Tarantino immediately turned the episode off. He couldn't emotionally yeah. handle it. Yeah, no, yeah. Yesterday, Jess sent me a tweet that was Quentin Tarantino's Daisy movie is tangled. Yeah, because, you know, a lot a lot of feet shots in that movie. There's a lot of feet. I was like, those make sense. Yeah, it's just Eugene's first hint that something is incorrect. is like, wait a minute, Rapunzel. You're wearing shoes. <sighs> yeah, What's going yeah. on here? He's just like, oh, I just put them on. Like, okay. I mean, she, she looks dazed and confused, but then she also has, like, this emotional breakdown in front of him, like, which is a choice. And then she goes back to being hypnotized, like, five minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's a it's a frustrating episode. This one, um, it's another one of those episodes where one or two people can see something's wrong, and everyone else is just like under the spell. Yeah, like Cassandra and Eugene are like detectives on the hunt for what like, what's happening. Yeah, and they seem like getting more like buddy buddies. Like there's the occasional insult, but it feels much much less malicious. And I feel like the episode that follows it remember remembers that they're supposed to really hate each other all of a sudden. And then the rest remember that. It's just like, oh wait, they hate each other. <laughs> yeah, but this one they're like fine with each other, it seems like. I think it's because there's something's wrong with Rapunzel's. They're like, wait a minute, we should get along for a hot Yeah, seat. yeah, yeah. Um, and how does this resolve itself? Um, they, We find out where Zack Snyder ripped off the ending to Justice League, where they find they have a portal with a bigger, badder person, and they throw them through the, the witch through the portal, and then we'll never see them again, probably. Yeah, I haven't seen Justice League, so I'll take your word for it ends with like a portal with Darkseid coming through and then they push Steppenwolf through it after beheading him. Oh, this is the this is the portion of Hollywood where we were doing massive portal climaxes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember when it was big lasers? Now it's portals. Got it. I remember WandaVision end with a big laser slash portal and I was very mad. I was just like, God damn it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe we should just stop making movies for a bit until we can get this all under control. Yeah, Ezra Miller keeps getting arrested for disorderly conduct, so I think we might need to take a break. Disorderly conduct? That's a full-on assault. It's a, I don't remember what the charges were. <laughs> yeah, they are having so, they're having a time. Yeah, all because someone's saying shallow in a bar. What, is he just not a Lady Gaga fan? No, they do not like Lady Gaga, apparently. 
Um, yeah. Um, what a shame. Ca cast Grant Gustin as the Flash. You know what? Just cast like anyone else. Alan Rickman. They're they're versatile. Alan Rickman is dead. Oh, guess not as versatile as I thought. Kara Knightley. Yeah, that could work. Idris Elba. He can play all the parts. <laughs> Replace Idris Elba with every part. It would still work. It would be amazing. Do you know like one of his earliest films was a Beyonce vehicle called Obsession? <laughs> yes, I've been meaning to watch it for years now. It becomes a Beyonce action film where she beats up the white woman that tried Allie to steal Larger her is the white woman <laughs> tried to steal her man and i'm like yes yes yeah Beyonce kick her ass i'm a sucker for a terrible psychological thrill about a crazy woman trying to get her ex-husband back because i know they're sexist but they're really funny because <laughs> um, when they're executed terribly you like fatal attraction i have i fatal attraction is a good example um swim fan is not because it's fatal attraction for teens and it doesn't work do you think uh, Fatal Attraction would become a decent musical? No. There's a lot of passion there. There um, is a lot of passion, but I can't imagine someone writing a song while Glenn Close is boiling a rabbit. Um, it, it would be the um, Lady Butterfly. They just take the music from Lady Madam Butterfly and just because that's the thing. Like they pick the most obvious fucking operas in the world. The songs I've heard a thousand times and it does a different context and it just ruins the scenes for me. Yeah. Um, when I was in high school band, I did a Carmen melody, and oh. I realized I heard those songs in every movie I've ever seen in my life, and I was like, God damn it. Uh, the first time I heard Carmen was in the Hey Arnold episode about Carmen. I and that's I, probably the first time I heard it, too. But then I, I heard started it in singing school. it around the house, and my grandmother's like, you need to watch Carmen, the opera, because you know these songs. And I'm like, I just know Hey Arnold, Grandma. I just want to watch Reptar and Ice. <laughs> <laughs> um back to tangled tangled um, what do See, we, we think we'll, of that? we do we'll get off topic we will get back though we'll, we'll circle around yeah so basically rapunzel is like hey i'm hey making tough decisions is just part of living and i need to accept that and then she stabs the painting and then the witch goes into the justice league portal yes and, and then, then they all hug or yeah. something i, I don't know I, but I feel like there's a lot more kisses these few episodes we watch yeah so. he, he he saved the day once now he, he gets kisses saves he the day kiss. four more times he might get a hj what's the disney equivalent of that is a kiss that lasts more than two seconds and yeah like a peck a kiss with tongue that is full raw dog fuck a disneyland absolutely <laughs> you'll get kicked out <laughs> if you do that in actual disneyland don't but in the world of disney cartoons that is just marriage <laughs> um so since star wars is a disney thing when jar jar does that thing with his tongue what does that consist of um something i tried to blank out of my memory <laughs> remember uh liam neeson grabs the tongue and just stares at him and says don't do that again oh yeah okay. he does so fun fact about this um this is a story oh god is this a star wars prequel story it kind of is but it's more a story about me and elementary or no this was middle and high school oh god it's even more horrifying <laughs> yeah uh it was I was talking to a friend of mine and she was a little weird, but I liked her a lot. She's really funny. Um, she said when Qui-Gon Jinn grabbed that tongue, that was an awakening in something in her. And now I'm like tongue obsessed. And I'm like, okay, nice meeting you too. Hello. <laughs> nice to meet you. I love tongue. Now it's weird. Cause now every time I watch that Phantom Menace, that scene, all I can think about is that girl who's just like, man, this I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. The real question is, why do you keep watching a Phantom Menace scene? Uh, because the Phantom Menace is objectively hilarious in a way that the two other prequels are not. 
Yeah, I mean, my dad's been wanting to watch the prequels, and my Star Wars loving cousin is like, no, no, he can't watch the prequels. And I'm like, no, he's watching the prequels with me. They're funny as hell. <laughs> the first one is funny as hell. The second one's boring. The third one is memeable beyond all ability. Like, the third that one's has an Oscar winning drama compared to the first two. <laughs> I actually like the Phantom Menace. It's shot on real sets. It looks like a it movie. Is. It was shot on film. Like Yeah, but Jar Jar. <laughs> I don't mind Jar Jar that much. I know everyone else really hates Jar Jar. I don't. It isn't a movie killer the way that everyone else says it is. Uh, I respect that. I just, I mean, I should watch it again as a non-annoyed Star Wars person. <laughs> I mean, Jar Jar is actually the most relevant part of the plot. If you he think about so it. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you saw um, oh Ben from Canada's video on the Phantom Menace on Mr. Sunday's account, but Jar Jar is basically a representative in the government because the Gungans are all angry that they have no representation in the courts. Um, so Padme Amidala is like, he's my friend and I will make him senator so you will have not only representatives, but a politician that represents your kind here. This is a children's film. I don't care. I thought that, that, that that's a fun way. As much as the politics of the Gungans and the humans on Naboo go, I thought that was like, a, that could have been an interesting arc. I will say, I did like how the planet where the Gungans lived on looked. I thought it looked kind of cool. The little underwater planet? Yeah, the underwater planet. I like how that looked. I, like I was like how Liam Neeson hated being there the whole time. He's just like, God damn it, can I just fucking leave? <laughs> and um, Ewan McGregor is just like, let's go. I love being in Star Wars. And then the second one, he's like, here, just put a beard on. You're older now. Magic. He does look good, though. He, he does, does look he's older. He's so handsome. He's so handsome in those movies. The first time I got a crush on McGregor was train spotting, which is a little weird, but. Uh... <laughs> um, have you seen the clip of Ewan McGregor drunk off his ass at the Golden Globes with Nicole Kidman? I think it's for Moulin Rouge. Yeah, and they think... just announced the title for Attack of the Clones. <laughs> and he's just drunk. And he's interviewer's like, have you had the title? He's like, no, I haven't. It's Attack of the Clones. Oh, that's a terrible title. Oh, my gosh. Can't be as bad as Phantom Menace, I guess. And just walks off. <laughs> he already has had his paycheck for the next two movies. It was fine. And then he, like, comes out the week afterwards. And he's like, oh, I didn't know that was the actual title. I thought he was telling a joke. But after reading the script, I think it works. <laughs> no, it doesn't. They're so close. <laughs> Where are the clones? Why are they, they attacking? At, they come at the end, I guess. The Boba Fett clones? Yeah. I, I don't. Those those are stupid. I, I'm not saying they aren't. I when know. I, when I first saw New Hope, I when they referred to the Clone War, I thought it was like spies, like yeah, me they too. had like spy clones sneaking in and infiltrating governments, which is how the Empire. That's what I thought because that makes sense to my brain when I yeah, hear like, a that's Clone the plot War. Rogue One. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's about spies. Yeah. Um, Rogue One is barely about spies. Let's be clear. Yeah, Ro- but they are spying and stealing something secretively. So. Wouldn't it have been great if Rogue One was just a heist movie? Like, Cruella is actually a really good heist movie. Cruella, yeah. I really liked it. Um, I'm excited for Cruella 2. Do you know what they're doing for Cruella 2? Is it called Cruella 2 Tuella? It, kind of. I mean, they might as well. But they're doing the Godfather 2 style, and they're bringing Glenn Close back, and they're going to do, like, old-time Glenn Close and what she's doing in the flashback to Ooh. Emma Stone. I think that's a great pitch. That's I'm an like, awesome practice. That's better than what we did with the first Cruella. I'm into yeah. this. Um, yeah. But Tangled, let's go on to the next episode. Tangled, epi- episode, the next episode, where um, everything yeah. gets fucked up. So, not in the mood. This is where, um, it's weird, because Pascal and Maximus just drug their friends. Yeah, they just drug their friends. <laughs> um, I will say, Mandy Moore's performance as Angry Rapunzel so it, good it does it for me <laughs> i don't know what it is whether it's just the one eye being covered like libby from jimmy neutron but it uh, it I does love her things. emo hair it's so good um eden espinoza's performance as happy cassandra love very it. good it was my favorite i, I love it so much i noticed the thing i noticed the thing and we brought this up previously you know how um zachary levi calls her cassandra and everyone yeah. else calls her cassandra yeah. as soon as he turns nice he calls her cassandra so it's oh, a so choice he's saying it wrong on purpose yes i i finally was able to make that connection it was a really okay we solved the case we solved the case um yeah so i like that choice um this episode was fine mid also, i i like how this episode opens with the like a scene from later on and then the 24 hours earlier title <laughs> <laughs> yes in media res and it's like oh no how are they gonna oh, get no. out of there why oh, would yeah, she, was... he do that to his own daughter even though in a couple episodes later he does literally, literally do that to his own, own daughter he does it all the time 
It's literally he's like, been doing this whole season. I don't understand why the opposite of him would be like angry when he's just always angry in the show. The opposite of him would be like letting her puns do whatever the fuck she wants. Exactly. But I like the opposite of the queen being like loving violence and just wanting everyone to fight each other. And always eating. Just like fight bitches eating cake in her <laughs> cake. Julie Bowen's performance there. Very good. So everyone does a really good opposite. But yeah, basically Cassandra and Eugene and Rapunzel are playing this banquet to meet this like dude from another kingdom who barely matters in the plot, but he's sounds like an angry Italian man. And I looked him up, he's played by an angry Italian man. <laughs> so and they're always fighting. So the their animal friends decide to drug them with yeah. happiness potion. Well, it's not a, it's not a happiness potion, it's a reverse your emotions potion. Which wouldn't work on Rapunzel even if she had one drop, she'd be mad at everyone. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why they do that to Rapunzel. I guess they weren't really, th- they are animals. They're animals. They have the mental, they don't have, they're not thinking too hard. So the actor that plays Xavier, who is the guy that gives them the potion. He plays Killer Croc in the original Suicide yep, Squad. Where- yep, that's the exact fun fact I was going to pull out. You beat me to pull it. That out too. Because I'm like, I know that voice. And then, oh yeah. It was Killer Croc. Remember that? That movie won an Oscar. Um, for the makeup, and I don't think it. Did, I mean, considering the time crunch they had, that ma- that movie looking as decent as it does yeah. is kind of a the miracle. Rock makeup's really good. The Joker makeup is questionable, but I think Jared Leto did that himself, so that doesn't count. Have I told you? <laughs> oh, this is probably the most embarrassing thing I've ever had to admit. Um, oh, God. <clears throat> um, <laughs> I might have admitted this on the podcast before, or like at a Patreon yeah. meetup. Um, but my girlfriend um, was really obsessed with Harley Quinn, like when the Suicide Squad trailers came out, like, and it was like two full years before the movie came out. Yeah. Um, so she was like, I'm going to dress as Harley Quinn for Halloween. And she made me dress up as Jared Leto Joker. <laughs> and like no one had seen the movie yet. No movie had just had trailers and barely even that first trailer. So oh, there no. are photos of me that exist as the Jared Leto Joker. <laughs> So do with that as you must. Um, well, your girlfriend is a lucky woman. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, that was, I would not do that for anyone else. Exactly. <laughs> the fact that those exist embarrass me wholesale to this day. Get yourself a man who will dress like the Joker from the, suicide, the original Suicide Squad. <laughs> I, it, it embarrasses me to this day. That might be worse than a lot of things I've done in my life. Yeah, I just I was Dora for Halloween when I was a kid. It came with the foam wig. I wore the foam wig. You so. didn't wear brown face, did you? No, I was okay. a white person, but Okay, good. I really like Dora. So. Have I told you about the, the my school production that used blackface? Have I told that story? I I I I think I've also told the story of my West Side story production that used brown face. I think what the fuck was up with schools in our time? I don't know. There's too many white people at our school. They cast the lead as a white girl in a school full of black people. Let me just say, there were plenty of very talented black people. They cast the lead as a white girl in the musical Pearly, and they were like, go get a tan. And then they started putting like pancake mix mix in her face. And she, at the end of the day, it was just blackface. And I, no one saw the play, but I I was there and I was like, I didn't audition because I knew that musical. There's no role for me in it. So I didn't audition. Um, so I saw the show and I'm like, this bitch is in blackface. Y'all see this? No one, no one's going to say anything. Yeah, I did stage crew for every play or musicals. I had to witness a lot of this. And my white, very white friend who I went to prom with, my my love, 
his name's Chris. He was my one of my gay friends in theater. So shout out to him for taking me to prom because I didn't have a date. But anyway, he like he just was like came up to be painted with brown face. And I was just like, oh, oh God. God, Chris. Oh, God. Oh God. I was just stage crew. I could not say anything. I was just like, well, I guess I'm going to hang out backstage and do nothing until I need to do something, which is make sure the door to docks works because it wasn't working for about a week. So it wouldn't close properly. It was great. I had to fix it myself. My teacher wouldn't fix it. He's like, I can't fix this. I was like, okay, I'll fix the magnet then. That's fine. I'm 16. <laughs> well, I fixed it by putting more screws where the magnet hit, and it worked. There's brilliant. a lot of screws on that door. You're an engineer at heart. Yeah, no, I built sets, so like I understand stuff pretty well. <laughs> um, so what would happen to us if we drank the reverse your emotions potion? Depends on the... how depressed I am. <laughs> Like just today, if we both had okay. that bitter lemonade. Uh, today I'd be real sad. You're happy um, today? Uh, today I'd be very sad. Um, and I'd be angry a little bit. And I would just lie in my bed and go into the fetal position and watch catfish. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's fair. I, I don't know what I'd do. Maybe I'd just be angry and lay in bed. Yeah. I, I do tend to be self-destructively ambitious. You're very ambitious. You think all I do is a podcast, guys? He's very busy. <laughs> I, 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 I'm trying to kill myself before I hit 30. You're 25. You're 26. I'm something. Before I hit 30, I'm hoping to be dead. Let's go. Oh, God. Wait, I got one year to beat Kurt Cobain. Let's go. Oh, no. Don't, don't join the 27 Club. <laughs> I'm going to join the 27 Club. It's Amy Winehouse, Kurt Cobain, and this podcaster dude from Detroit is also in the 27 Club. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The sad part is he died diarying to death. It's really just kind of yeah. sad. He just died because he did too much work. It wasn't even, like, sad. <laughs> I mean, that is kind of sad. I know. It like, wasn't, like, a, it wasn't, tra it wasn't like, a accident. It was a long, over long process. I mean, I guess Brent's going to take over the podcast and it'll just keep going. It'll just go. It'll go. It'll be Patreon. She's me and Brent. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Kate Sloan will pop on or That's whatever. That's true. Kate will just do it instead. Oh, it would be so cool if Kate took over the podcast when I died. Oh, it'd be so good. So, so many good people. So many better podcast hosts than me. <laughs> You're good. Don't Don't say that. Uh, I'm okay. Can't even save a Sing in the Rain episode. It's fine. There's just a lot of Doug Walker talk. It's fine. Yeah, I, 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 I hope Brent doesn't listen to it and is like, why do you think I wouldn't do the commentary? If he does, I swear, I want to be present. Uh, I'm very confused. Like, Andrew sincerely, I think, wants to do that That Guy with the Glasses podcast. But what could you do? What is there to say that hasn't been said? I, I think everything has been said. Maybe actually just what, getting in inc incognito mode, watching his new videos and dissecting where he's going. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, maybe dissecting them as, like, film analysis. Yeah, like, take them real seriously. Yeah, don't, don't people do that with the room? They do. He did that with the room back in like the early, like in like the late two thousands. I know I don't I don't watch him as a thing. I never really did. Um, but back to Tangled, Tangled. the series. Um, this episode's fine. Yeah, it's, those these episodes are fine. Yeah, it didn't hurt nobody. They feel like build ups to the next episode. Well, this literally has like a Marvel post credit scene. There's a yeah, there's a Marvel post credit scene. We're very in like, oh boy, look, look at there. Hello, he I'm very. I'm definitely not evil. 
I'm not evil, Very. I'm just a normal good boy, Very. And I'm, I'm an Jammy incel. Jordan trying to act. Jammy Jordan. <laughs> Jerry Jordan. Uh, but what's your cheese rating of these episodes? Uh, I'm going to give these episodes a Swiss. Uh, they're pretty solid. Uh, they do a <laughs> decent job. They got some holes in them, but do a decent job. <laughs> I'd give this like a big cheddar cheese wheel. Like they're they're they're, they're the foundational step in between the climax, yeah. which is basically like a two-hour event. It's a movie. Yeah, Tangled Two: Variants Attack. Variants Revenge. Um. All right, guys. We'll see you next time on Patreon with Cheese. Bye bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.